king of podcasting returns! Bow, peasants! Now you see what the true regal form looks like. Hello and welcome to Shard 9 of Journey Through the DecaCast, where I'm Shin Garrett. I'm Shin Garrett RX. Can you reuse that joke? Yes. Yes, I can. Just like they reuse Black Suit. Okay. That's fair. I guess this is coming out first before you've done it the first time, huh? I know. Yeah, time shenanigans make sense for this podcast. Ta-da! And uh, this this week, this episode is uh, Geo Episode 9. Did Chris introduce himself? Oh yes, I over. I think I spoke over him though. <laughs> I did say I'm Chris, but you were talking. That. Okay, <laughs> nailed it. It's okay. I'm, Chris, I'm editing. Podcast armor. No oh, man, Chris Fried Watch armor. Yeah. And what? It. What is your sound effect? Uh, I. I, I can't do the Z. I can't do the the weird Zio guitar sting, like vocally. It's super <laughs> hard to do. Well, I I assume it'd just be like like an iconic fate sound for your right armor. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Emia starts up and then it's uh. Oh my god! It's just start up with the uh, with the fucking um, ultimate blade works haiku. That's not a haiku, but I can't think of what it is. A, a poem. Poem. <laughs> a haiku's technically a poem. The Unlimited Blade Works chant is a little silly. <laughs> yes, so it fits perfectly with Geo. It, that's true, that's true. And it, it would probably only be like one or two lines from it, too, not even like the whole thing. I'm actually hoping we get a little bit of, uh, at the end of the show, I want to see uh, Sogo like whipping around all the ride watches and rider powers at once, you know, <laughs> while we're talking about Unlimited Blade Works. I hope so. That's what the crossover movies are for. That's true. You didn't get far enough in Gaim to see that happen either. Oh, yeah. <sighs> He's about to. I Man, I don't know. If, mm, I don't think we're going to see that form, though, in in the Gaim episodes. I don't even know where Gaim continuity is at right now. Do you actually want me to tell you where Gaim continuity is at right now? No. I'm. Uh, yeah, actually. <laughs> Gaim is currently, we can't reuse him because he's a literal god. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he's in the Gaim episodes of Geo, and he's not a god there. Well, don't they just time travel to before that happens? Yeah, they're, they're time traveling to before works. the fruit fight. Yeah. Well, I, I think the fruit, fruit fight, fight doesn't exist in... Timelines have... are weird. I haven't watched it yet, so I don't know if the fruit has broken out or if this is after the nuke incident. Oh yeah, that's yeah. You that's forgot true. there were nukes in Gaim, huh? No, that well, they I, they never went off. They did I, on did us. They? 
I only watched up to the episode with the gay chef. They sent them back at us. I thought I thought that was stopped. No, they were going to hit Japan. The fruit stuff sent them back at the U.S. <laughs> we know. all died in Gaim. I don't know. Don't know why I remember. Why I don't remember this in Gaim. Well, I'm pretty sure that didn't happen in the Zio continuity. Yeah, it's probably before everything really goes to hell and they have to blow the bridges. And did you know that Gaim takes place in Gotham City? This week in Geo, we have no real meat on this episode to talk about. <laughs> uh, it's got some fun bits in it. Yeah, so Sogo is uh, weirdly out of character in these two episodes, and they point that out eventually. Yeah, well, yeah, next episode we'll get Though to it that. Does support, it does support Garrett's... Uh, thesis that he might be a little evil I'm a little evil I'm still nice so, that didn't have to be met with silence <laughs> so the episode begins in a a bar uh, where they fr- the, the time jackers freeze time and have a discussion about how none of the people they've picked to be king so far have wanted it enough uh, time jackers are using the secret I don't know why it's set here. The the set doesn't come back at all. They needed a cool backdrop. It is a cool visual motif. But Look, uh, let's not even yeah. say they needed a cool backdrop. They did it solely for the dart frozen in midair. Where else could you yeah. throw darts? Yeah, they probably did the thing so you could throw a dart at a bullseye. I mean, lots of people have dartboards. It's not that uncommon of a thing to have. That's also true. So, I love how completely fast this plot rockets off the rails once we get started. (laughs) It is kind of just like, hey, let's turn on the TV and get the plot. Yeah. (laughs) They turn on the television, and Dan Kuroto has declared himself a sovereign nation, and that everything his company owns, including the giant, old-style Japanese pagoda palace that he built is now sovereign territory. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, that's gonna not go well for him, presumably. Yeah. <laughs> most most countries don't like it when you just annex their territory all of a sudden. Yeah, but he has the power of making uh, gummy monsters from O's by throwing uh, cell metals at people. Okay, I I was definitely, uh, also we see him kill a guy that I guessed was his dad, and yeah, they confirm that later. Yes. Uh, he also creepily licks his lips. That's important. What's important? He he also creepily licks his lips, that's important. Oh, yep. D- Dan is here to chew the scenery. Yeah, he is the hammiest actor in the show, in a, in a common writer show that is, like, on the silly end. <laughs> So, that's pretty out there. So, why this is a bit nuts and why I'm here is that Garrett and I both expected the comedic but nuanced character of Dan Kuroto, and we got this. Yeah. Yeah. Dan is nuanced? He seems pretty pretty evil. He's definitely not what I would call a good person. <laughs> <laughs> right. He, he does but, like murder an awful lot, it seems like. 
But he also is very self-sacrificing for the greater good. He he also like did things like scheme and plot. Oh god, in Xade. Yes. And um, that doesn't happen here. It, it seems like I mean he probably did a bunch of stuff in order to get to the point where he could just declare himself a, co- a sovereign country. But so that all happened before the show started. In the two years between his show and this one, that's the yeah. funny part. Yeah, like when 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 they when they go back to 2016, the plans for the for the castle are on, are on his desk in his office. I mean, if you gave me unlimited money, I would also probably make a stupid castle. I mean, who wouldn't really? Um, but so Shogo thinks this is the coolest thing ever because because kings are sweet. <laughs> it's true, and I'm like, uh, buddy. Uh, oh, also, um, Nobunaga is a thing that comes up a bunch. Yeah, they I... reference Oda Nobunaga a lot in this one, and uh, how, I mean, he can't have been a bad guy. He did some good stuff. I'm like, well, that's interesting logic. Well, th- they expand that interesting logic in the next episode. <laughs> yeah. Right. I-, I think my favorite part is that Gates knows who Nobunaga is, and Shobu, is that her name? Oh, Sukiomi. Uh, Sukiomi. I don't know why I thought it was Shobu. Uh, Sukiyomi is just like, who's this guy? Great time copping, yeah. kid. <laughs> I I wish Sukiyomi was like good. Yeah. They even comment on that, but we'll get there. Yeah. I was cu- I was curious why uh, he knew about Nobunaga and she didn't. They don't really say other than just maybe it's just not something she finds interesting. I I mean I. Maybe uh, Gates is super obsessive about evil kings. So. That's true. That he does have an evil overlord thing. I mean, I think like still like rightly so. Uh, yeah, they're they're bad. If you were gonna use time travel for something, stopping evil overlords would probably be a good thing to do with it. Like I, I'm still hashtag Team Gates. <laughs> I hope Sogo turns out to be a good boy. I don't want him to be evil, so... Well, I'm someone right here. Is def- <laughs> so Dan... Dan is giving a big speech about how he is king now and no one should talk back to him. Then he turns a reporter into a weird mummy zombie thing. Yeah. With a scuba face. Yeah, apparently... They're technically called waste mummies. I thought they were called gummies for some reason. I guess I just have Kingdom Hearts on the mind. Those are those are the mooks from Kamen Rider O's. <laughs> yeah. And uh, as Sogo's watching this on TV, he's like, he's a king. This is awesome. He's like, oh. Uh, and he doesn't really seem to change that reaction when he sees the guys start turning people into zombies and stuff. So, you know, maybe uh, Sogo's going over the deep end a little bit here. What? Shogo going over the deep end about a king? No, never. That that does seem to be extremely happening. All his father ever asks is, hey, can you bring home some chicken? It is really funny as, like, you know, the main characters are all clearly plotting to do crazy Kamen Rider stuff. He's like, <laughs> hey, can you guys get dinner while you're out, please? Yeah. Make sure he gets thighs and not breasts. <laughs> right. I'm gonna be honest. I'm much more of a breast man when it comes to chicken. <laughs> my my favorite thing about this was um just it happened to 
to come out during the time when when S4 Gridman is a thing, and the two female characters are either big breast or th- or thick thighs. So <laughs> my fa- my favorite tweet was the one just uh, having that screenshot and just saying that oh he he prefers the thigh character. Nice. Isn't the breast character in Gridman evil though? Yeah, definitely. But like, okay. Yes, and. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you you never ask the good girl to step on you. Uh, fair enough. I mean, the fan art sure as hell does. Well, yeah, but that's not canon. <laughs> Unless it's Bayonetta, I guess. That's true. I, I guess that that is the one case. Uh. So okay, yeah. Uh, before the scene ends, uh, they co- they go to the uncle. He picks up the uh, Nobunaga print, and he uh, repeats one of Nobunaga's famous quotes: "If the cuckoo will not sing, then I will kill it." And he like chuckles to himself. It's Man, exactly... I really hope he's the villain. It would be kind of cool. Uh, and that would be a good hint. I believe it's a it's like a quote about how like someone. I forget exactly how the story goes, but someone proposes to Nobunaga and his retainers, like, you know, the question of how would you solve a, like, how would you solve the problem of if you had a cuckoo bird that would not sing? And, like, everyone else provides fairly reasonable solutions, and Nobunaga is like, I would, just says, I would kill it. That his, uh, his solution to everything is force. At least that's how I understand it. And, the solution uh, to everything is murder? Yeah, yeah. If Onimusha has taught me anything, it's that that is correct. <laughs> I've never actually played Onimusha. I also have not played Onimusha. Okay, so here's a here's a brief summary of that franchise before it went to mobile. Onimusha 1, a very weird proto-devil-may-cry action game with Resident Evil puzzles, including one of the worst puzzles of the generation, The Water Room. Yeah, isn't Onimusha 1 like if they did a hack and slash with Resident Evil camera angles? Yes. Okay. Two happens. I forget what happens in two. Three happens. Jean Renault, future cop. And I think all of them, maybe even the first, had famous actors digitized into them. I believe the hero was modeled on a Japanese actor. I know that's the case for two onwards. And this weekend, don't fucking at me, Samanosuke Akechi, the hero of Onimusha 1 and 3, is loosely based on and voiced by Takeshi Kenshiro. Jubei Yagyu of Onimusha 2 is modeled on the deceased Yusaku Matsuda. Jean Renault plays Jacques Blanc in 3. And Dawn of Dreams contained no cameos, but also sucked, so it was no huge loss. Thank you. I remember renting the fourth one once, and, like, they seemed to, like... They seem to expect me to, like, know lore and stuff. I was very confused. It did not seem like there was any stakes for what was happening. There really aren't. I was young and had not played the first one, so that might be on me. Or it might be on a moo <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Are you booing me? You know I'm right. Uh... So, so we go and visit the king. That's what we're doing next. Oh, in uh, in Fate, a uh, thing I learned that uh, some people see Nobunaga as the person who divided Japanese history between the um, 
the like the period of the supernatural and the period of the modern like as you know when nobunaga came in and started you know winning wars with guns and shit like uh the people weren't as keen to appeal to the power of the gods and shit after that what i know from fate with nobunaga is that lots of muskets yep yep she had like yeah her noble phantasm is the three line formation that strike down the divine are there any men in fate yeah yes. there's a few okay it it was actually a really it was a joke in the uh in the in the event where they introduced nobunaga she was uh you get pretty far into the event and she's like i re- re- reveal my identity oda nobunaga and the main character's like what a girl no way I didn't see that coming. <laughs> i swear they've used that joke other times too <laughs> Yeah. It's, oh it's man, did game. you hear about um that new character though? That's like non-binary. Um, it Enkidu. Uh, no, I can't remember who it is. But they their pronoun is we, and um the gender neither of the gender buffs work on them. Huh, that's interesting. Venom I mean, is they're... in fate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've got a Stolfo on Kidu. There's like. And Dayon, the Chevalier Dayon. It's it's a new one, and I think it's the current Japanese Faco oh. event servant. I don't read. I've been trying to like not read too many spoilers about Cosmos and the Lost Belt, but uh, I see some stuff. But I have not read about this new character. Just watch. I'm gonna scroll through this. I'm gonna interrupt a sentence to uh <laughs> to say who this character is. All right, I will continue carrying on. So uh, our heroes show up. But yeah, we sneak into uh we sneak into a castle. Right, yes. right. Yeah. Shogo's like the gate is locked. Let me use this convenient hill. It's true. I I would not have built the castle next to a convenient hill, but there's also trees <laughs> everywhere, so it's not like they can't hop a wall that way. Yeah. Uh, and Dan Kuroto walks out after all this. And well, goes. There's a bit of a fight scene. For... Well, there's a fight. They they fight the mooks. They win against the mooks. Nobody is surprised. You know, like it, it takes an awful lot of effort for them to fight the mooks, and yeah. like I find that weird. Yeah, apparently these are like super mooks. I was a little. I was yeah, that's the part where they say they're immortal. Uh, Gaze uses his wizard armor, which is uh, way cooler than Zio using the Forze armor again. I'm so sick of seeing the Forze armor. Yeah, they totally do need to use the... I mean, they use the build armor in the next episode, but I want I do want to see the uh, the X8 armor again. Well, spoilers, we're going to get O's armor. That's so true. So expect to swap that in a few times. Maybe they really love the Forze armor. Yeah, someone really likes the Forze one. Simple design. It's probably easy to keep intact. I'm curious about the if we'll see more of the the O's armor too. The O's armor is real cool. I really like the touches they do with it. But uh, as soon episode... as he put on the O's armor, it was it's common rider toyetic. Uh, it is the most toyetic armor that has happened so far. Holy shit, my dude! You do not even know about O's. It's uh, yeah. Okay. O's. I th- I think there's a... less metals than like Astro switches. Yeah, but I knew someone who had the O's belt. Yes, you you know me. <laughs> okay, I knew someone unemployed for a decade who had the O's belt because she got hit by a car and got a five-digit settlement out of this 
and proceeded to start importing everything she could to feed her Sentai and Rider fandom. That's pretty intense. So at the time, the current show was O's, which meant that was the cheapest one to get. And I just remember visiting her one day, and she had the full belt and was swapping out medals and going, Look at it, it talks! This rules! And that's when I saw the pachinko machine in the corner. Man, did I tell you how I almost bought a um, Common Rider slot machine? No. Man, I still kick myself to this day. Um, I was at... Um, it was the Midwest Classic Gaming Expo. And I was just walking around the, the dealer's tent or whatever, because that was back when they set up these giant tents attached to the hotel. Mm-hmm. And uh, right below one of those uh, Blockbuster like N64 kiosks was this Common Rider slot machine. And it was only like $100, and I didn't buy it. Ooh. I'm not going to lie. I would also be kicking myself for that. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I even took a picture of it. Yeah. So, lesson learned, folks. If you see the common rider on the side of the road, you must buy him. Yeah, if you see the slot machine, please buy it and also give it to me. I, Donate I it to the show. You will get uh, you will get Patreon rewards in perpetuity. Yeah. Yeah, we I definitely have... have Patreons. Shh. See, remember that part where I said I was very Dan Kuroto? You you keep screwing this up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I have my schemes and all these horrible minions keep stepping on them. Why do I surround myself with these peons? Anyway. So then Dan comes out after they beat the mooks. Basically does yeah. that speech I just did. Uh, yep. There's a bit where Sogo's like, Gaze, you're so good at fighting and stuff. You should be the captain of my royal guard. Gaze like, get off, get off me. <sighs> My God, like, that has to be like one of the most offensive things Shogo has said to him so far. It probably, yeah, yeah, that is a kind of a dick move there. <laughs> Are you not listening to me in the slightest? Yeah. Oh, it's uh, it's Mothman. Oh, okay. The the cryptid. I assume I don't know. That's that's the fake character. That's agender non-binary. Wait, cryptids? Cryptids are servants now? Oh man, this is this is dangerous territory. <laughs> okay, before I speculate on this, we should finish talking about Common Rider. But yeah, their, their profile lists their gender as the royal we, and then as I said, uh, the <laughs> gendered buffs don't work on them. Huh. Interesting. Huh. <laughs> well, that's hornier than I expected from Fate, and I have a high standard. <laughs> Anyway. Fate is pretty horny. Yeah, but that's still further than I thought. Fate is exceedingly horny. Extella is the horniest fate. Hornier Man, than it sure is. <laughs> so Dan basically tells everyone to fuck off, and Shoko goes, Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go inside and follow him. I, I really like how he says, I'm Dan Kuro King! Tsukiyomi, Dan? <laughs> and Gates, <laughs> oh, Kuro? Yeah. And Shogo, King?! Oh, yeah! Yup. And then I think before Shogo goes to um, follow him in, uh, there's a ride watch of um, a bird from O's that um, that comes in and fucks with Dan. Right. Firehawk. Heating up hawk. 
Yeah, something Hawk. Which, like, oh man, I wonder if that's, like, an explicit reference to, um, the the Candroids that they used in O's, because I think there was a Hawk one, too. Yes, that is explicitly what you're going. Candroids? I think that's what they're called. I could be wrong. But in, in O's, there's a lot of, um, div- there's a lot of, like, weird, like, powered devices that, um, would activate and do different things. You know what? It would have to be a can, because the bike was a vending machine, and so the can would be in the vending. Yeah, this checks out. Here. Here's an easy way to sum this up. Are you familiar with Castlevania, Chris? Yes. Do you know Maria? Um, Maria, the girl from Rondo Blood? Yes, the one who had the animal familiars. Right. Basically, all of those are robots now. Congrats. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, that checks out. It also just, uh, the bird just also drops the Gemride watch. Okay. Yes. Uh, who is, who is Gem? What's up with Gim? That's Dan. Oh, okay. that is his Dan suit. Was yeah. Rider Gim. Yeah. Nope. Well, one of them. X Eight has a lot of plans. Yeah. Okay. I think Gim is his first one. How many writers are in X Eight? A lot. Oh, one okay. of them is literally a bike. Yeah. He he's the best. It's a definite thing. Kiryu is like non-ironically one of my favorite characters in Exide. Oh yeah. No, I'm not I'm not slamming it. Just you tend to get people's attention when you go, one of the riders is a bike. He is a bike. One of the riders is a video game. I, <laughs> technically they're all video games. I meant you know who. Oh. Yes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Anyhow, I'm trying to get people to watch this series rather than spoil it for them. So, so Waz is creeping around, and uh, it's like, hey, Sogo, so you're going to hang out with this evil overlord guy? That's cool. Yep. He basically just waves. <laughs> All right, bye, overlord. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's like, he's like, don't you, you know you need to get the O's watch? And Choco's like, nah, just watch. I got this covered. And then, and then gets to Kiyomi, you're like, so it totally said 2016 on the back of his thing, right? That was the year that it said? Yes. Spoilers. It didn't say 2016. They just can't read. Yeah, I was also like, um, that looked like it said 2010. Well, it says 2010 on the back of him, but the watch that he drops does say 2016, so they're like... That's true, that's true. This, this is as good a lead as any. Yeah. Well, then, like, kind of, like, the, the 2010, like, nameplate, like, had, like, a had like a crack in it in the last zero that kind of made it look like a six. Yeah, it, it is scarred in a way that sort of makes it look like a six. Either way, they're in the wrong time period, but they do straight up wreck him. Yeah, there is a fight. With Dan Kuroto and right Gates after is... he's killed his father, yeah. Which like that checks out. Yeah, it does. For a while, uh, the first few times I saw another O's, I was thinking he was a uh, like the the four Chinese divine animals thing, like the phoenix, dragon, tiger. No, uh, yeah, Akiyako, Suzuku, yeah. etc. Yeah. Yeah, Man, it's but, funny that you bring that up. We just talked about the the Digimon episode and going digital that references that. Also, those are the four animals Maria summons. 
Oh, oh are they? Also, there's a Forza yeah. episode that does this. But yeah, he that's not actually what he is. He's like tiger or grasshopper or something. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot more than that. And well, I was yeah. uh I was did not understand what the link between those three things were. Um I man, I don't remember if they explicitly explain the link between um between those three. That's just like canonically like the king. It's canonically the king form, I think it is. Yeah. That's a whole rabbit hole that took a whole series to unravel. Well, didn't didn't they like they had to explain that in the movie after the fact? Yeah. Because then that's where um that's where Super Tatoba appeared. Is this referencing some real life aspects of those animals or is it just their kings in the Common Rider universe or something? I think it's 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 just O's lore. Man, oh. I don't even O's was not my show. <laughs> O's is a lot of people's show though. Uh, O's was do, my uh, buddy's show. The oh. another O's design is pretty good, especially when you we see we don't see the regular O's design until like next episode. Yeah, and uh, I, the another O's design is like a really cool twist on the O's design. It's a very good corrupted suit. Yep. Yep. I still stand by. All the corrupted suits are good, mm-hmm. except maybe the Fies one, which is probably the least good. Yeah, the Fies. No, the Fies one. Yeah, the Fies one exists. With, Wizard build and O's have been like really great. Some of the others have been great. I think those yeah. are just my favorites. They always do a really good job of of really breaking down the essence of like of that writer's style. Yeah. So so after Gaze fails to kill um another O's in the past. Dan well, he does kill him for a little past. bit. Oh yeah, yeah. He he does eventually, but uh, it intercuts with this. It, it intercuts with the scene of this uh, seamstress lady who is working on Dan's clothes. And we haven't said it. Dan's robe is fucking fantastic. <laughs> He's wandering great. around in a full daimyo gold and black attire with hat. Yeah. I just really good. hadn't pointed that out. It's turned up to 12. Yeah. Yes. It's like you cross a samurai lord with an organization thirteen character, but with color. Yeah, and gold trim. <laughs> the gold really makes it pop. Because if it were just a black robe, it would have been oh really. But yeah, no, Dan true. has to make it very extra. Of course he does. So who is this seamstress lady? And uh... okay, so this is Hina from O's, and no, we don't know why she has super strength. Okay. Uh. That was my next question. She had super strength in O's. I don't think they ever explained it. <laughs> well, that's fine. She could just be strong. Some people just are. <laughs> Sometimes ladies are strong. Yeah. There's a, a weird sequence in here where uh, Dan gets all pissed at her and is going to, like, you know, slap her or something. And Shogo comes <laughs> in and catches his hand yeah. as he's going to slap her and, like, shakes it. Yeah. Shogo, woman respecter. I I really was like, whoa, they're going this far on Common Row. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a it was an interesting way to subvert it. Also, before this, one of us has to bring up the dangerous zombie reference he makes. Yes. I don't know what dangerous zombie is, so go ahead. Uh, it, it's an X-Aid thing. But uh Dan mentions to Hina that maybe um the design for his next outfit should be zombie themed. Yep. <laughs> 
Oh. Uh, in the point five episode, when you see him playing with one of the toys, I believe it is his dangerous zombie toy. Yeah, it was the uh, in the preview for this episode from last time he was playing with the dangerous zombie Gashat. Yeah, and yeah, I think that only ended up making it into the point five. Yeah, I think you're right. Ah, well, they they cut things as they've mentioned. Mm. <laughs> they do. The point five is really just a way to see what's going on with the production staff. <laughs> I dig them. What can I say? I dig them. They're I really, really good. Like them. They're very fun. But uh, yeah, so Gaze is still having his fight with another O's in 2016, and uh, he uses the Gem superpower, which is apparently running in a circle really fast. That's not the Gem superpower, but that's okay. Okay. Well, what is the Gem superpower? Um, mm. it depends. Yeah. You seem to not know, so. I'm I, I mean, it's not that. Your... Honestly, what he did is really um. It's really uh, very close to the drive kick. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. We have which I think, which I now. think he's actually done. I think mm-hmm. they just kind of reused that with the gem armor. Yeah, gem superpower is a thing that I kind of don't want to talk about for reasons. In case yeah. anyone watches this show, it's spoilers. All I'm okay. gonna say is think about dangerous zombie. <laughs> okay. Well, they're zombies yeah. and they're dangerous. That's all the hint you get. Go watch go watch X8. Seriously, it's great. Yeah, X8's real good. So so Soko says he wants to apprentice himself to present Dan. Yep. Uh, he wants to be king of the Royal Guard. Right. Er, uh, and Dan is like, you will never be king as long as you exist. <laughs> which uh you'd think Sogo would be like, oh, what the fuck, man? But he, he just goes along with this. Yeah, he takes the promotion though. Gets a nice new outfit. Yeah. And then Hina gets thrown in jail. Apparently and he... she, Dan wants to marry her. Yep. And there's been a thing that's mentioned a few times through the episode that we have not touched upon because it only comes up at the end. Dan has taken a member of the Diet Prisoner. Yeah. Right. And and who could it be? It, it's it's AG from O's. Yeah, I don't know who this character is, but he did seem pretty neat. He's O's. Yeah, he's O's. Oh, he's the guy who is Kamen Rider O's? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The That's the cool, cool bit of uh, continuity is um it's mentioned in O's if if events didn't happen in O's he would have ended up becoming a diet member. Oh, yeah. well that's neat. So yeah, it's a pretty good um pretty good thing. Also the red O's spoilers, but the red feather uh, references Onk, so like that hits everybody's feels who has seen O's. Yeah. Except Fletch's, apparently. I did not finish O's. Oh. I yeah. don't know who or what Ankh is, so. I know the character existed. That's Again, fair. I said this was my buddy's show, not mine, and, you know. So so Gates is res- is uh, <laughs> not getting very far with another O's. He's another writer, so he's not dying. Um, yeah, I, I do like how they call Shogo in the future, and they're like, hey, we killed him. How are things there? And Shogu just goes, he's flickering. Yeah. He does the thing that happens. We know it happens, so, you know. And Waz is like, hey, guys, uh, you know how to beat another writer. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) 
And then I think, is it here where Tsukiyomi realizes that she can't read and then figures out it's 2010? That was a few minutes earlier, actually. Oh, okay. There was some point during the fight where she's like, oh, we're in the wrong year. Yeah, Tsukiyomi yeah. and Gates are just basically off screen this entire episode until the very end. Kind of. I mean, they're not off screen. They're just. Well, they're, they're out of plot. Them. Yeah. They're that in was another, what I meant. They're in the B plot. With. O's in custody, uh, another O's not dead, and Shogo. Shogo as the guard. We go into next time. Uh, Well, first, uh, th- there's this important confrontation scene between Zio oh, and thought, Gaze. I thought the fight was the start of the next one. Okay. No, no, th- it goes on for a minute. All right. Because, uh, uh, yeah, Gaze is like, oh, so you're joining his side, I see. And, uh, yeah, Shogo's oh. like, I, I want to see... What, what he's like as a king. I call bullshit on this fight scene. Yeah, this fight scene did suck. Uh, I think it's pretty amazing that, that Shogo hits his belt and then dodges a kick to let Gaze spin the belt. I thought that him. was next episode. No, that's that's the end of this That one. is the first one. Oh, okay. That is okay. a pretty epic move. No, that's a cool shot, but um, I call bullshit that Shogo can take Gates on in a one-on-one fight. Uh, really? I think that I think it's exceedingly out of character. Yeah, I do think the guy who has more experience would win that fight, especially since Shogo is basically just dancing around him for most yeah, of it. Yeah, it was really weird. Like I was expecting it to be like Waz undercover or something. Honestly, like I... Gates is trying to murder him with all his might, and Shogo's just like, "Ha ha, buddy, what are you doing?" Zio has beaten Gates literally every time they fought, like without any trouble. He's clearly just a more powerful common rider than him. Yeah, but I don't think his heart's in this to dismantle him like this. Yeah. Although, on that note, he does basically just go straight to final and go, all right, see ya, so... Yeah, he, you know, I can he see build that. armors up and uh, does the critical time burst thing where he, like, you know, smacks him with the drill. Yeah. I am surprised that uh, Gates is, like, actually injured after this. That's not a thing I'd expected out of Sogo, but... Yeah, yeah. That that's another thing. That's like I, th- this scene puzzles me. It, it is pretty bizarre. Yeah, they're basically gonna say that like Sogo's playing like a long con here, but uh, no, like like that part's fine. I just like I, again, like I I just don't buy this fight scene of of Shogo being able to do this so easily. It's with, not like, the just toying you. With Gates. I feel exactly the same way you do. That yeah, this. This should have been a harder or a more evenly matched fight, not just, ha okay, well, whatever, see ya. <laughs> when have they indicated that Gates is, like, as strong as Zeo? I don't, I just don't think they've ever even hinted at that. Well, I just I mean, think it's an experience thing. Yeah, yeah, I think, like, I think Gates would have been used to being Kamen Rider Gates more... And would have had training with it, you know, since he's from the future and stuff. And, like, I think, like, any of other times they've been about to fight or something, it's always been pretty equal. Like, it feels like it's too much of a shift. It's Maybe. very weird. I I don't think any of us are going to convince the others on this, so. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. I just, like, well, we know, we know, uh, like... Sogo is destined to be the evil overlord. He's stronger than any other common rider that has ever existed. Like so, that's when he has seventy powers. Yeah. 
so so slight spoilers i think this is done this like concept of fight is done exceedingly better when um when decay just totally dismantles gates <laughs> like it makes sense there but when I, dec- uh, how many episodes is decade in the future uh Three. that's in the first one in which is the one that just aired which is like Oh, okay. 12 or 13 I yeah that's three ahead gates does tend to lose a lot i don't know maybe that's why i'm less skeptical about this that's a legit point that's fair i don't know i guess i i think i just always headcanoned that that g that geo and gates were always like around the same level and in the direct fight gates would be the one who would win through experience i don't know maybe I, I maybe I haven't seen enough other common writer shows, but I didn't get the impression that like all common writers are comparably powerful. Usually, the rival will be of a similar level because you're going to inevitably get one confrontation scene. Right. Also, like I assume since they're both using the same driver, that ideally it'd have the around the same stats. I wonder what the wiki actually says about that because it actually lists like kicking power and stuff. I wonder if um. They're the same or different. They do have the same driver. The weirdest thing to me in the scene actually is that uh, Zeo armors up and Gates doesn't, for some weird reason. Hmm. That's true. I thought that might be the reason that Gate that uh, Zeo takes him on so easily. But uh, all right, so what does the wiki say about power? Um, Gates can punch harder. Uh, <laughs> Geo can kick harder. Uh, Geo can jump slightly higher, and um, Geo is slightly faster. Okay. Huh. He's Kick Puncher, future cop whose punches have the power of kicks. Uh, I think that's about it for the episode, so... Yeah, I think so as well. Hey, you know how we said there was really no meat on this episode? Well, the point five is worse, because this is straight up a toy ad. Yeah. But but I I have the added shame of just like looking to the left and seeing the Gamride watch and looking to the right and seeing the the O's bike set. I ain't gonna give you crap because no, I you can. I, I look to it. my left and I see an entire shrine of Sailor Mercury's and a Saturn. So <laughs> I like that there's one Saturn in there. Well, yeah, because there isn't a lot of Saturn merchandise. Is there even that much Mercury merchandise? She's the Jesus, most popular dude. sailor. Garrett. Is she really? No, she yeah. is not. I'm pretty sure she is, actually. It depends on the poll you're looking at, but especially in terms of merchandise, no, she's not. Okay. Look, I, I get shafted because I like Venus, so uh, anything she... will seem like more than me. So she Garrett, gets a lot of is... love these days. Why is Deno the king of trains? I was uh, a little unclear on that one. I have no clue. Okay. It has to do with a weird pun. Yeah, Deno has a lot of puns. It also has a lot of time shenanigans. Ooh. I, it was going to be really interesting when we get to Deno, because like, Deno was probably my least favorite series when I gave it a shot. <laughs> This is going to be another wizard situation where the design work is great, isn't it? Um, I, I Honestly, my favorite thing about Deno is I think Deno has the best transformation jingle. Oh, yeah? Just like Barnum. 
bar none. And like all of the all of like the main different forms use the same jingle, but it's in a different instrument and it's slightly different between each of them. It's a really good uh tick for each form. That's pretty cool. But yeah, basically this point five episode is explaining that like the reason that the plot shook out the way it did is because of which actors they could get and which toys were launching at which time. Yeah. And the script was kind of written based on those facts. And then Dan proceeds to take uh, Shogo's actor to task for flubbing a bunch of lines and leads him around like a dog. Yeah. That's pretty funny, actually. They're clearly having fun together. You know, oh, yeah. I, I, honestly, that, that stupid long belt is so dumb. I'm glad they did it. <laughs> you know, it makes sense. It's just... Very funny, especially because the way he refers to him as Poochie makes its way into the next episode. <laughs> it does. I was confused about the Poochie thing. Is that a thing Dan says? No. No. Oh, okay. I think that's I... just Dan's god complex getting to him. Oh, I thought it was just specifically the guy ad-libbing, and that's what <laughs> ended up in the show. What I honestly wouldn't be surprised. 18 years too early. So that's just a reference to various bits of media. Oh. Probably M. Bison in this case. I thought it might be X8, but... No, that one's yeah, not an X8 thing. Yeah, X8 wasn't 18 years ago. Like, Yeah, it was only a couple years ago. Yep. I, Deno can't be 18 years old at this point. Yeah, Deno was uh, 10 years ago. Yeah. Okay. 10 years... Okay, yeah. I love is how it? the guy who plays Waz is, like, acting <laughs> skeeved out by... Uh... By um Dan. Oh yeah, at the end he's just like he's just repeating my overlord. Yes. Yeah, it's it's a real weird scene. And again, I get the feeling that the entire end of that skit was just Dan's actor going nuts. I would not be surprised. Yeah, so goes weirded out and uh Waz is try to be professional. Oh. It's pretty funny. Sogo also in this bit says, are we all dancing to the tune of a toy company? Which is like, yes. Yes, yes you are. <laughs> That's not the part you say out loud. Not supposed to say that. So, I will go into a little more of this in the next one with the point five there, but this series of point fives is what made me realize that I enjoy these bits hoping that young children are actually watching them too, because they're a very interesting primer on media literacy in how they're discussing the production. That, that's true, actually, yeah. Like, the point... I, I think I was talking to you about this before we started. The, the point five episodes give give a certain context to, to, like, the, to the episode that it generally precedes. And I think, I think that's a super valuable thing. And, yeah. like, while I think those are good... I, I still don't let it slide for, for its issues that it has. It, it is, it's, to me, it feels a lot like the production staff kind of appealing to the patience of the audience to be like, yeah, the reason things seem messed up sometimes is because we have, like, a billion crazy things we have to juggle. So, you know, just go along with it, please. Which, yeah, I get right, the sense dude. this one is a much more hectic production than most of them. Yeah. Anyhow, on that note... Yeah, yeah. this is a podcast. It's on the internet. Close this one and start the next episode. Shh. People aren't supposed to know that in case we drop this around in the timeline. Yeah. Oh, which which yeah. we probably will. Who knows? They can know we recorded them at the same time. 
<laughs> the, the the end part of the episode is our point five episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is our production where we realize that I'm going to be the one editing this one, which you already know from the different theme song up top. Oh man, I, I'd be curious to what you changed it to. No, Gary, you should totally edit this one. <laughs> oh no, you, he Chris. stole my ride watch. <laughs> the Reaper ride watch. Man, I guess I could edit one of. Them. I haven't done it. One of these episodes, I just want to like started by just like smacking all of their all of my ride watches at the same time. <laughs> do they all do their little things? They, yeah. they say their yeah. names. Um, so anyway, this show <laughs> is on the internet at um, journeythroughthedecacast.com, where there are links to iTunes and emails and Twitters, and there's another show called Going Digital that you can go to, but I assume if you if you know about that show, you've heard about this show from it, or, or no. Do you, ad- do you advertise DecaCast at the end of Going Digital? I do. I, I've started to. I've been good recently. Good job. And if you don't um, like me, I'm banned from that other podcast. So, hey. Yeah. A- until this weekend. Which will have been in the past based on. Right. <laughs> yeah, no. Geo's time shenanigans. It's fine. Ah. Uh, um, uh, until next time, she's in a passing through podcast. Remember that. Yep. <laughs> Did no one else want to say bye? Uh, I'm I'm Chris. Where I was letting them remember that. <laughs> uh, I usually come up with a sign off, but I'm I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty dry today. I don't have any ideas. Genocide, Kata. What's no no genocide? Thanks. No, that's that's Dan's thing. No, Except I'm, I was quoting uh, Rugal from I'm, I'm King of Fighters. Chris, I'm good without the genocide. 2018. Yeah. No, 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 please. Yeah, I, don't, I don't like the. I don't think that's an extremely hot take. <laughs> well, I'll be the only pro-genocide podcaster then. <laughs> Interesting hill to die on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I, I guess we didn't question genocide of what. Yeah, for all you know, it's like. Knife genocide. I said genocide cutter. It's uh, you're gonna read a blessed scroll of genocide and genocide all the liches. Maybe Kirby is gonna end up eating all of the Sir Kibbles. Genocide cutter. We should close this one. <laughs> I will keep making genocide jokes. Please do. All right. Yeah, we should definitely close this one. I'm gonna click <laughs> stop. Like now. Ah. Okay. Uh.